We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Lucky Lefty is on CFB Nation, presented by Twisted T. Lucky Lefty Podcast, Sun Bowl, free game. Yes, sir. It's that yeah. time of year we going bowling. I told you that dude left. Couldn't go without talking to you guys before the game. Brought to you by Anora Whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. That premium American whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. And if you drink, by all means, make sure you do so. Responsibly. You got to do it responsibly. Man, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, audio edibles each and every day. You know how we spin it, man. We spin it different. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. Go subscribe on YouTube. We are right there. About to hit 4K and begin the march to 5K. It's all because of you, Notre Dame fans and LL Nation. You know, that's hard work, man. Man, especially. Hey, let me tell you something, bro. (laughs) You know, because, bro, we're strictly independent. Okay? Yeah, we like like our our music label. We we independent, man. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh. I saw a recent interview with Lil Brother on Mav Hopper where he said pretty much it doesn't matter if you're signed to a major deal or independent deal. You're still independent because you got to put in the work. And ladies and gentlemen, we have put in the work. That's right. And we'll continue to do so going into 2024. How many videos are we at? We around about four or five hundred videos too. Yeah. That's about what? 10,000 hours, when they say 10,000 hours, we didn't put in almost. Man. It's pretty good. Hey, man, we're blessed. We continue to be blessed as we hope the same thing for you, Notre Dame fans. Uh, We want to start off by sending our heartfelt condolences and prayers to uh, Lamar Mickey, Jaden Mickey, and the entire Mickey family on the loss of their wife and mother. It's just tough. It's always tough. tough. Long time battle with cancer. And um, yeah, I speak that uh, the hand of God rests over them in their time of breathing and that they can be encouraged. And I will submit to them 2 Corinthians, the second chapter, 
verses one through three in this time for comfort. And I know that any fans all over the world, I'm sure you guys share the same sentiment and send your prayers and condolences to that entire family. Uh, Godspeed to you all. That's right. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, today, we're going to get Malik's three keys, and we're going to talk about some other stuff. And I'm going to allow Malik to hear. Um, left yesterday between Marcus Freeman and Kapins Henson, who was the interim head coach for the bowl game for the Oregon State Beavers. They put forth one of the best press conferences I've ever seen. Okay. Okay. And, and I'm going to play you a couple of clips. But before that left, <laughs> you already know what's most. Well, smoking brought to you by Fashion Geek, AlonzoJackson.com, Fashion Geek. We run the city. I'm actually rocking one of my FGs today. I actually bought, I bought this sweater 15 years ago, bro. Oh, that's a, that means that's a piece. That's a one of one. Yeah, it's a classic it's, piece. It's a, what do they call it? Because um, this was never mass produced. It was a sample. Oh, okay, it's not even on market. No, you you can't even get this joint. It was a sample, right? Just like um, Kanye. If you find Kanye some old pictures, he has an Easter fashion geek T-shirt. Mm. That was a sample, but they actually um, brought it back. I want to say like five years ago. Wow. Um, so it's I got a one on one on a special day. My Notre Dame hat. Ready to rock and roll. What smoking is Malik's three keys to a dub? Brought to you by Nora Whiskey and MalikZaire.com. For all your travel needs, go to MalikZaire.com. That's right. All right, left your three keys to a dub for Notre Dame in the Sun Bowl against Oregon State today, 2 o'clock on CBS or Paramount+. Plus. How do you see it playing out and what are your keys to a dub? Keys to a victory. Uh, first one is Angeli's angelic play. Mm. 
I just want to see if Angeli can do his job. We always set expectations for quarterbacks and starters that come about. For Sam, we was like 253 touchdowns, solid day, 300 yards, solid day. I think if Angeli gets over 150 passing yards, get him over 60 rushing yards, and has contributed to four of the team's touchdowns, I believe we'll have a good day. I believe we'll have a good day. The second key, I think we got to run the football. I think this is a great game to find who we're going to ride on between Jadarian and Jeremiah Love as the workhorse replacing Aldrin. I think this is a perfect game to, to give us a glimpse of what next year will look like in that running back room as a number one and number two. Hell, number three. And then third, I want to see the young guys give us the performance that I feel like they've been waiting on all season. Your Jalen Sneeds, your Tyson Fords, your general backup kind of sort of thing. So I want to see the young guys make the impact in the game. I think if we get the young guys in, I think they'll make plays and uh, Marcus Freeman will look better for it. If this is a game won by the younger kids, his first bowl game win, but won by technically his recruits, except maybe one or two pieces. These are his guys for the, the baby stages, essentially. So, you know, I think if we do those three things, we'll be able to come out with a victory. Those are Malik's three keys to a game brought to you by MalikZaire.com and Anora Whiskey. Left. You know what I saw last night as I watched college football? Yeah. I saw quarterbacks that were recruited by Notre Dame starting as freshmen, true freshmen in the bowl game, and having some moments, having some bad moments, and then others, like Avery Johnson of Kansas State, leading his team to a wonderful victory and playing really well. And it goes back to your point and your conversation you had with Kenny Minchie, where you said, yo, C.J. Carr is the only babe, or the only pup. You didn't say babe. Pause. C.J. Carr is the only pup in the quarterback room at this point in Notre Dame. Kenny Minchie is no longer a pup. Kenny right, Kenny Mitchell's be, supposed to be biting at the lip to be the full-time starter at this point. And he should right, be ready Steve, to roll. Steve and Jelly, I just don't think they're playing in the future with him. So it's not necessarily him. I think they're looking to see where Kenny's at right now, test his temperature, and then start building on the future with these young guys. I think the, the goal is to have Deuce ready to play by the end of 25. Yeah. It's um We believe Deuce is that guy now. Yeah. If we gonna do it right, he need to be ready to play by end of twenty five. Man, look here. In his freshman year, he was ready to go, right? Yeah. 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 I, I see that's why. You know, and we're gonna we're not gonna stay on this long, but look, man. 
that's why I say, hey, coach, man. You get paid millions of dollars to coach. And if it's November, December, and you have a quarterback that can't play in a football game, then you messed up. Recruit-wise. Yeah, you evaluated wrong. You recruited. Dude, this is the business of college football. Getting players ready to play, period. And same thing with, dude, I saw first-time starters in the offensive line, right? We're going to see that for Notre Dame today. Yes, they gave up some sacks. Yes, they made mistakes, but teams are still able to put up 30, 24, 28, 38 points, even with the mistakes. And, yo, that's why I predict Notre Dame's going to score 30 today. Like, there are going to be mistakes offensively. So what? Go play. There's plenty of opportunities for big plays. And opportunities to put points on the board, right? We just saw Miller Moss for USC throw six touchdowns and put up points. It can happen. It can happen. And that's why I think you have been saying, low, you know, let's believe in what exists in the quarterback room at Notre Dame already. Like, regardless of what you want to do in the portal. Like, there's talent there. Otherwise, why are we evaluating and recruiting? That's right. What are we evaluating and recruiting? What are we doing? Why are we recruiting these kids if we're not going to have faith in the kids? Yeah, at least faith. to. If we're not recruiting to put guys on the field first day, then what's the what's the top recruit rankings for then? Why are we going after the top quarterback the top tight ends, the top running backs in each class just to put them on the shelf. That's just not the trend of college football in a way that's winning football. If we're going to develop guys and be big on, you know, young guys working their way in, then let's get some Ben Minich, some more Ben Minich type of players. Three-star flooring under radar guys, let that be our leading class and be like an ACC school who develops a lot of four- and three-star guys, because they have to. I think we're at a prestige where we can recruit guys to be day-one starters, Blake Fisher types, right? And when we do, we got to jump in. It'll be a shame for Tobias to be a bullet in the cough at Cal. <laughs> Cal put up points now. They had almost put up 50 on USC, not that that's a – standard of defense or nothing but still that's 50 points 50 points you know so it'll be interesting for sure lucky lefty podcast so those are the three keys now we go to malik's clean sheet right you got your clean sheet left how is gino gaduli going to call this first two to three series right the first 15 plays not actual plays but the concepts and what do you think he's going to do with steve pangeli to kind of ease him to the game ease him into the game and get on the board early well it's interesting i think it's the interesting dynamic of gino gadouli first time calling it in order in our name's offense 
but then also Steve's first time clean. So it'll be, a, I have a, in my opinion, a better picture if it was Steve and Jared Parker, but Steve and Gino Caduli, I think it's a, it's a matter of not making big mistakes. So if I'm Gino, I'm going to the well. We might run the air out the football. That's a high possibility. Now, having an inexperienced line in some cases, Charles Jagasaw out there, you got to keep those guys in mind. And usually younger linemen are better, obviously, in the run game because they get to be on the offensive and be on the attack, which bodes well for guys like that to get comfortable. I don't believe there's going to be a ton of drop back passes for Steve. I think we'll see quick game. We'll see rollouts. We'll see a play action, take a shot, a bunch of little dump off screens. I think that's the easiest way to kind of take the ball out of Steve's hands and rely on the skill makers around you, which I think will be good because then you get to see the young talent that's developing. You get to see Jadarian. You get to see more Jordan Faison. You get to see guys doing a, a heavier workload than Steve just running around and throwing for seven touchdowns like Miller Moss of USC. So that's why I give it. If he just gets over 150, that tells me you can distribute the football with a nice run game, especially against a team that's, you know, we don't know how physical they are as a unit as their twos and threes are playing. That's a different type of Oregon State team. It's not the ones with the experience, the the in-game knowledge, the, the prep, the been there, done that the toughness. So this is a different style of an Oregon State team. I think they'll be motivated, obviously, with their interim head coach. But Marcus Freeman should feel really good. This is not a big matchup like he's going against Ryan Day or he's going against these uh, legacy style of coaches like uh, um, Mike Van Gundy. No, that's not Mike Van What's his name in Oklahoma State? Oklahoma State? Head coach. Oh, uh, oh, no, 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 your boy. Uh, I'm a man. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike, uh, yeah, Mike Gundy. Yes. Yeah, Mike Gundy. So it's not like he's going against a, a legacy head coach with a lot of wily game situation experience. This should be a nice alley-oop as he's transitioning his team into becoming something different. And I think before you get all these recruits in, this game is really good to see what your base layer is. What's the foundation of what this team is going to be based on in this bowl game? Because these are the base players. Everybody that you're adding next year is somebody that has to work into the fold. Riley Leonard and Chris Mitchell and all these transfers that we're getting are not the base of the team and shouldn't be. They shouldn't be the all premier players because that would tell you to me that we had nothing here. And I don't think that's the case. I don't think that's the case. So Marcus Freeman should feel good, man. And Gino Gadouli, his job is just to not put Steve in situations where he's having 
a bunch of turnovers, meaning he's got a bunch of situations where he's got ball handling, a bunch of tricky ball handling plays, a bunch of uh, long-developed plays, probably just have a couple guys run out tight end and a, and a receiver kind of thing. So heavy use of making easy throws ready, available, so he can be comfortable. And then if he can add his flair of adding some checks here and there, doing some good things and just throwing the football where it's supposed to be, he's going to do everything we want him to. We're not asking him to pull off anything crazy. So, you know, I don't want him going in there thinking, okay, I got a Superman this situation. You don't. Can you be a game manager? Hell. <laughs> not a game changer. We ask Marcus Freeman would love it. He would just become a nice game manager this game. Lucky Lefty Podcast. Right on that cue. Left. This is what the head coach of the Fighting Iris had to say about his first time starting quarterback Steve Angel. Do the things um, that have put yourself in this position. And to me, he's earned the right in practice to, to, to be Sam Hartman's backup. And in, in the opportunities that he's played in games, he's done really well. And so you got to be Steve Angeli. Don't be Sam Hartman. Don't be anybody else. Be Steve Angeli. Um, take care of the football. That's always a big thing for me. Take care of the football. Um, and uh, you know what? One play, one life. You guys heard me say that plenty of times before. And, and how much tailoring of the offense needs needed to be done What in terms of adjustments for his style? No, I, not much. Not much. Um, you know, obviously we, we have two new tackles, and uh, but the, the wideouts all have experience. And uh, you know, I think as you look at our two backs that are going to be playing, that's probably where you you start looking. You know, where a light tailoring has happened. But I don't think what Steve and Sam um, do really well is really going to change what we do offensively. The only thing I don't like is that you're introducing your new quarterback as Steve as Sam Hartman's backup. Why do you keep relating your starting quarterback to a guy that's not playing with us? I don't like that. You how do you earn the right to be a dude's backup? That's not very confident in terms of answering the question. You know what I mean? If anything, I'm directly talking about the kid as a standalone if I believe him. Because one, you comparing him to a guy that didn't meet expectations. Let's just, let's just. Right, please, please, please don't we, be Sam Hartman. Yes, please. we don't want you to be Sam Hartman. So we want you to play better than Sam Hartman. So don't refer to Steve as lesser than that. Lesser than Sam is what we, is going in the wrong direction. So hype up your QB as, man, this kid and his abilities, traits, yada, 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 leadership, yada, yada. That's what what you go into. And you're speaking about a guy that is, is chilling on his farm, getting ready for the NFL or whatever he's doing, right? I don't think that's important to put in there, you know. Like, you don't need to build Steve up off the back of Sam Hartman, if that makes sense. Yeah, we know that Steve wasn't good enough to beat Sam Hartman last year. 
But that has nothing to do with Steven being ready for one game, one time at the end of the year. Hell, if you're going to do that, you might as well just throw throw Kenny Minchie in there because essentially he deserved the right to be Sam's backup. <laughs> I mean, what, what, what are we talking about? Like, shoot, hype to, hype to, to know how to hype the fans up. Throw in there, hey, we, we got three guys, very capable. All three are, are, are looking to get some time because they've been working hard. And you should be excited about what's coming down the pipeline. I'm not talking about no Sam Harvin backup. If anything, I'm going to oversell Steve. Yeah, Steve was just, but I couldn't keep him off the sideline. He just always involved, right? He, he, he got the team support. He's a team guy. The team got confidence in him. He making throws in practice I ain't seen all year. He's learning from the reps, right? There's all type of ways to hype up a first-time guy other than comparing and building him off of the guy that didn't meet expectations. So other than that, you know, it's Steve's 15 seconds of fame, really. Mm. It can go really bad really fast. Or it can go really good and we send him off the right way. But Kenny Minchie got to get in that game. That's just the bottom line. <laughs> like, yeah, like, Steve, you get your opportunity, but Kenny Minchie needs to be seen in some capacity. Man, look. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a powerful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. I feel you, man. Coach Freeman talking about that dude that's now in the number one seat in the running back room. We call him 12 on this show different things you can do with Jeremiah um, varies from from what you're going to ask Audric to do, right? And, and um, we're going to ask Jeremiah to do some things that we asked Audric to do, but also some things we didn't ask Audric to do, where you can use him in different positions. You can obviously try to get him to the perimeter. I mean, his his speed is, is, is elite. And so how can we find different ways to get him in space and get him the ball and say, go make a play? Uh, those, to me, are the, the ways you kind of expand the offense with Jeremiah Love. I think it's obvious that Jeremiah Love is not the same type of running back as Audric estimates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think it's very apparent that these guys are two different styles, and you just watch it and just can eyeball test and know you can 
do more in an offense for Jeremiah Love. You don't need 13, 14 personnel, six tight ends on the field. You can disguise run a lot better with a guy like Jeremiah because he can get out the backfield, do different things like that. Aldrich, you're just like, the defense in my mind is just like, they're gearing their necks up knowing if he get this ball, he downhill. Jeremiah Love is, okay, we got to have somebody chasing him. Who's fast enough? What's the mismatch? What's the potential of this, right? So it's not that Aldrich isn't exciting, but Jeremiah Love just gives it a more exciting feel to what can happen. And so, you know, it's no it's no secret about it. That's why we just think he's one of those ones. I mean, we've been saying this since day one. I think with Jeremiah Love, I'm very interested in seeing the evolution of the run game, all right? Because we saw a lot of straight-ahead runs into the middle of the line. But all the estimates. Now I want to see if they get out on the perimeter, right? Steve Angeli is a little more athletic. Could we see Steve Angeli actually pull the ball on an RPO with Jeremiah Love? I mean, this is something where linebackers have been pretty much tackle to tackle with the Notre Dame running game defensively. Now, with Jadarian Price and Jeremiah Love, it's sideline to sideline in the running game, right? And it's going to be interesting to see. We saw clips of them getting him involved in the passing game in practice. That's right. So this should look like a mini version of what an offense with Riley Leonard would look like. Mm. I really believe in the heart of hearts that Steve and Riley are more similar than they are different. And if I'm Gino Gadouli and even Denbrock, I know that Steve and Riley should have a very competitive battle. I think this is one of the more, if it was an even thing, I think skill set wise, it's the more even battles where it's just a matter of who you want to choose as an option. They can both run a little bit. They'll both stick their nose in there. They both are team guys. They both are decently accurate. Like it could be more desired, of course, but it's decently accurate. I think, I mean, hell, Steve's damn near what? 90% right now in the action that he's gotten. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you can expand that over time and see what you get. But I think the everything's in front of him to, to show something. But RPO, heavy quarterback run game, sometimes I think it's going to help. I agree with that, man. Um, we'll see, left. I'm interested in seeing what they do with the talented running backs they have. Lucky Lefty Podcast. Uh, second half of the show, if you have your GTB questions, <laughs> load them up, man. Even if your game predictions are part of it, load them up in the chat. Make sure you type GTB, your question or your comment. Even if you have a super chat, we greatly appreciate it. Put it in the chat. We'll get towards it in the second half of the show. Absolutely. Pre-game, Sun Bowl, 2 o'clock. CBS, Paramount Plus, Notre Dame, Oregon State, 
And uh, left, would you like to hear what Vince Henson had to say about the fighting Irish? Very impressive young man. I think he's going to be a head coach one day, interim head coach for this game for the Oregon State Beavers. And uh, he's impressed by Notre Dame, but at the same time, it makes me feel like Oregon State is going to come out early and compete. Uh, well, when you put the tape on in Notre Dame, they're a really good football team. They're well coached. Uh, you know, defensively, they play with a lot of upperclassmen. I think they got like nine, ten seniors starting on defense, which is awesome. Um, and in college football, with it being so uh, transactional now, like you don't see that guys sticking through a program and staying for four or five, even six years now with the COVID deal. Uh, so that's impressive. That's kind of the program that we we think that we are a developmental program where you can get guys in the program and get them in the system. And so they're better for it in three to four years. Um, so I admire that from afar. Um, as a college football fan, I think Notre Dame speaks for itself. So it's, it's really cool and exciting to, to, to coach and play against them. Um, and in terms of, of getting ready for a quarterback that you don't have a lot of snaps on, you just got to dive into the tape, try to find as much film as you can. Uh, with technology now, you can pretty much make a cut up of any player that's ever played college football. You, you can find as many snaps as they got. Um, and then you just, you just coach it from there. And at the end of the day, as coaches, all we can do is prepare our guys as best we can, and it's a player's game. Once you get in the game, then they, we got to be able to make adjustments. They got to be able to make adjustments, and then you kind of go from there. But couldn't agree with him more. He's not yeah, like I mean, Steve. Steve's got some of that never seen before magic. Mm -hmm. You know, Miller Moss caught some of that at USC. They never seen the brother before, and then he shocks him with seven touchdowns. So Steve has got that on six, his bro, side. Six. Don't give him an extra touchdown. Yeah, oh, six. sorry, six. Yeah, it felt like seven. He was balling. But uh, for Steve, that's an advantage. Nobody knows anything about your game for real. So anything you do is going to be their first time, regardless of how long they study, which is obviously the upper hand that you get. So that's what I'm saying. Everything is in your favor to, to have a nice game today. <laughs> Essentially, everything is on your side. So it would be it would be really nice to see Steve be like a Miller Moss. I mean, you know, damn near Steve graduated already. Well, he's like a semester or two from being done. And he hasn't taken significant snaps yet. So this is the feel good narrative, you know. Same I, same thing that happened for Miller Moss. I, I see the same type of success with Steve. Make some mistakes here, there. Have some of that 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 fresh magic, that new booty magic, and then he'll be able to play at a nice streamline. I think it'll be easy. Gino will give him some easy alley oop plays, this, that, and the third, because I need him to play good because I want to see Kenny. I don't want to see Kenny because he's bombing out. I want to see Kenny because we whooping that, you know. <laughs> like, you can you want to have both, right? Yeah, we got it. Because I feel like it would be such a – for this game to be so insignificant to the future of things because it's the end of the season, it's Tony the Tiger Bowl, like, come on. Like, you know, this is, if anything, this is a game to just throw out all the dudes that you just got to get some tape in a significant game. 
but insignificant to where it doesn't impact you any sort of way. It's just like, it's the constellation, you know, combine. We got to see who we working with out here. I, yesterday left, I actually had a bowl of Frosted Flakes with some bananas just to uh, kind of get ready for this Tony the Tiger Sunbowl. I had to... Uh, I wonder what those events be like. Are they giving out like lifetime supply box cereal or like what's the what's the goal? Like what's the Hey uh, Left. I am a big time cereal guy. I would not be <laughs> mad. I would not be mad at receiving a lifetime <laughs> supply. Oh uh, man. I'll take a lifetime supply of uh Yeah, everything cereal. Everything cereal. Yeah, I could rock with that. Shoot. Frosted Flakes, Captain Frosted Crunch, Crunch Flakes Bears. Boy, man. <laughs> man. Lucky Lucky Podcast. So let's take a look at this matchup for all of the betters out there. Right now, currently, the line, I believe, did move a little bit. Yeah, Notre Dame is sitting right at six and a half as a favorite. The over-under is at 41. So I was waiting to see if this over-under would drop or go up. It started out at about 43, I think, originally. Came down to like 42 and a half, and it's come down to 41, which, in my opinion, is in direct correlation to the quarterbacks. Even though the Oregon State quarterback has actually played in some games, Moneyline has Oregon State at plus 190, Notre Dame at minus 236. Moneyline probably. No, I, I would still take Notre Dame in, this, in the uh, giveaway to six, six and a half. If you can find it with six, go and grab that. Because I think Notre Dame is going to win double digits in this game. But for the betters out there, Notre Dame is right now currently at six or six and a half. The over-under is at 41. I would take the over in this game. Two o'clock, CBS, man, or Paramount Plus. Come on, do it for CBS, man. We got to win on CBS. Now, your game, 2014, you guys were on ESPN. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, we was on ESPN. We was daytime TV. <laughs> hey, 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 bro. Can I can I can I um uh, can I get on you a little bit? Yeah. I I had a chance to watch the Liberty Bowl from 2014 over again, bro. You kind of let that LSU defender muff you as you tried to block. That's Jamal Adams, <laughs> man. You know, I jumped over him in that same game, so it's all, you did. It's all good. You did, you did. But I was like, no, I didn't. Re- I didn't realize he must elite like this. <laughs> See, the thing is, you know, they teach you to block in the chest. He hit me in the face, so I'm unexpectedly like, oh, this is how we doing? I didn't know. You know, I'm thinking we gonna engage in a friendly blocking battle. He didn't. He didn't take it to a whole level. I'm like, wait a minute. I have to ask you something. I have to ask you something. Was there a conversation late in that game? Coach Kelly decided to go with Ev on the last drive. Was there a conversation on the sideline 
And how did you feel in that moment? Because you had played pretty well in that game. Well, I knew Coach Kelly was just a hater. So, you know, any any excuse, anything that I did wrong, I felt like that was just an excuse for him to go with Ev. So it was just one of those things. I think we came off a play where the drive before my helmet man came off and I missed the throw the wheel. And, you know, they probably felt like it would be safer to go with Ev towards the end. You know, whatever. You know, I'm glad that Ev was mature enough to handle that. You know, I think that's hard for a guy mm. who, for him, played the national championship and, you know, all type of stuff. So, you know, I think it is for him to make it work and play well in moments because he has some really big plays in that game, too. You know, it just shows that uh, we all wanted to win that day. So, <laughs> We did everything we could to do that. Yeah, he had a big throw to Ben Koyak on the third down on that last drive to get into a field goal position, man. That was just a that, – man, that was one of the most enjoyable games to watch. One of the most enjoyable games to watch in Notre Dame history because it really did propel or um, the team into the 2015 season, which was, you know, tragic because of injuries in the first two games but at the same time it was a it was a roller coaster ride with only a couple of dips but it still was fun to watch because that was a really talented team in 2015 really talented as we get ready to go to the second half of the show i want to play this clip where you left because i think if you want to hear a coach pretty much say man look don't bring that crap to me in a nice way and in a respectful way. This is what Kefence Henson did when asked about what is it like for Oregon State to be the underdogs in this game and are they going to use that as motivation? This is Kefence Henson and his reply. Um, To be honest with you, man, I'm not into the underdog thing. I think it's really cliche. I think anybody anywhere can can claim that. I just think it's got to be something inside of you that has the confidence to know that when you step on the field, you you should have an opportunity to win a game. I'm not into throwing the underdog card out there to try to motivate. You know, if you're not motivated to play in this game against this team on this stage, then I I probably can't help you, you know. Um, So I don't really look at it that way. Our guys have confidence. We've played a lot of big games. We've played really good teams on our schedule. Uh, Notre Dame is another one. And... um, and honestly, it's about our process and our preparation. And I think any any good team will tell you that. Like it's just it's more about us than it is the opponent. Um, obviously, we got a lot of respect for our opponents. They give us an opportunity to see where we're at. Um, but I'm not so much. Um, I'm more self-driven, I guess, uh, in terms of my message to the team and and what I want their their process to be than I am about you know what the outsiders think about this game because the game's not played on paper. It's not. And that's where you build the underdog story, right? You look at the roster, who they got coming back, who we got coming back, who they played, who they – I'm not into that. That's just not how sport is, right? You put two teams on the field, you don't know who's going to win. It always cracks me up when I look at ESPN and they got that percentage of win at this moment in the game. How you fig- – like, I just don't understand how you come up with those metrics in a, in a sport like this. And so um, hopefully that answers your question, but uh, I'm not into the underdog piece. I love that piece, that piece of audio, man. When I heard it, I was like, yo, 
He just love a modest black man up there just trying to win a game, man. You just hear, he said, listen, I don't want to hear nothing about the underdog stuff. This is Notre Dame. We trying to win this damn game, you know, like, hey, I don't have to, I shouldn't have to motivate y'all. You know, this is a game of the century for us. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, left, we just went over 4K, bro. There we we go, just went man. over 4K, left. Just went over 4K subscribers. Hey, yo. LL Nation, you have no idea how I've been drinking responsibly are. out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, been making the right decisions, man. Get you. Yo, man, we thank you guys so much, man. This is uh yo, especially with this year. You know, I think both of us went through some some personal trials and tribulations man to kind of rock how we do things on a daily basis we're really just getting back to having our consistent time slot and not jumping up jumping all over the place and that's a blessing within itself and the blessing of left doing his thing in the booth with with uh cbs and cbs sports network let me tell you something man if anybody else tells you and i said this last night bro don't ever let anyone tell you what you can't do. And when you have a vision for who you want to be and how you want to do it, don't let anybody deter you from that. And that is truly our testimony as we sit here with 4,000 subscribers today, right? There were plenty of you know, people, like I said, people called us what, the uh, KRS and, and Biz Markey of Notre Dame content, all types of crazy stuff you know, socially, racial, insensitive stuff. And like you, we just stuck to it. That's it. And we're going to continue to stick to it. And we're going to continue to build. We're going to launch our Patreon, connect to luckyleftypod.com, where we're going to talk about interesting things. I think the first thing we're going to launch is Malik is going to give uh, an exclusive you know, with his conversation with Kenny Minchie and what it means moving forward for the young man. So we got some big things coming up, man. We thank you for your support. And I'm sure you guys are going to support that when we launch that. Our guy Kent Gibbs from Locked On is going to be on with us talking and jumping in on several topics, especially, you know, we got to get the food segment going left. Oh, heck yeah. The food segment going, heck right? yeah. That might be the Patreon. Uh, for sure. Right there. For sure. And, you know, yo. I still can't believe medium rare won. Yeah, I definitely thought medium your, was going. It tells you about your, your audience a lot. Hey, man. Lucky Lucky Podcast. When we come back, guys, <laughs> we're going to get into some conversations about the quarterback position. And I'm going to tell Lef about a quarterback from the Northwest that he probably didn't know was pretty good. And then left is going to give you the reasons why there needs to be a quarterback competition in the spring at Notre Dame. Lucky Lucky Podcast, man. You already know. We spin it different. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? 
Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.